Welcome to the Gen Z Show, the only show dedicated to young leaders and those who work with them to create a positive revolution that will inspire this generation to impact future generations. With your host, James McLean. Welcome to the Gen Z Show. I'm your host, James McLean. And today my guest is Scott Landis. Now, Scott Landis is a coach, an executive coach, a relationship coach, a marriage coach. But his primary purpose is helping people find their impact. Why am I here? How am I going to make a huge impact on the world? And he has developed a very positive formula for helping people to discover who they are and and how they want to make that contribute that impact. This is increasingly important, I believe, for youth. Youth are struggling with wanting to find what their purpose is in life. And if we can help give them some tools to provide them with some direction for that, to understand who they are, to understand that they're designed for uniqueness and that help them find what their superpower is so that they can find that purpose, then we are going to empower them with the ability to live a, a fruitful and thriving life. So Scott goes through all these things. We have a wonderful conversation. Listen, connect with him down below. All the links are in the uh, show notes. So just connect with him so you can find out more about him and more about how you can uh, use these principles and techniques working with you. So let's get straight to our uh, message with Scott. Scott, welcome to our show today. Thank you so much for being our guest. I'm glad to be here. Thank you, James. And a regular feature, it seems, of the of our show, of our podcast, has been to thank Tammy Matheny for giving me a guest. Uh, this <laughs> is the, as I record it this week, you're the second person this week that I've had to thank Tammy for. So let's do a shout out to our friend Tammy. So thank you, hey, Tammy. Tammy. Yeah, I've uh, I've had uh, several uh, people that she's referred to on my podcast as well. So I have a few that started out this exact same way. <laughs> well, Scott, our our audience heard a little bit about you from me, but they always are very eager to hear our guests share a little bit more about their story. So if you wouldn't mind, introduce yourself to our audience. Well, uh, I am Scott Landis. I'm in the Gilbert, Arizona area just outside of phoenix and i uh, i'm married i've been married for well uh, we're high school sweethearts and i'm gonna be 48 next year and i met her when i was 17 so uh we've been we've been together for a long time we have three kids we got a college kid a high school kid and a junior high kid so uh got a business or two so married couple businesses, few kids. So I used to have hobbies. I used, I used to do things that were fun. I used to do cool stuff, but now I'm just a, a dad and um, I, I'm, uh, you know, I'm raising a few kids and a, and a business. So that makes me pretty much uh, busy uh, with that. Um, but yeah, I used to, someday I'll get back into flying and snowboarding. Oh, you were a pilot? Yep. Yep. Oh, it's wow. been a while, but yeah, I can, I could fly an airplane if I it was in an emergency situation, I think. <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't trust me with that, but you know, I could probably do it. Uh, but yeah, definitely want to get into that and guitar playing and 
but uh, yeah, we uh, we moved from Oregon a couple years ago because uh, that thing that that c word that we don't say. Uh, the, uh, the, in 2020, we moved from Oregon to come to Arizona where it was a little more open, uh, and create opportunities for our kids. And, uh, that was a good move for us. It was challenging, but we made, we made it work. So So that's, that's me today. So you and your wife, y'all also coached together. What's the name of your coaching organization? Right. So the business is called Awaken Life Coaching and Training, and, uh, we've been coaching, uh, mostly married entrepreneurs with kids at home uh, that are running businesses and doing all the soccer stuff and activities and all the running around and managing, having a good relationship and all that. We've been coaching that kind of person for um, about 10 years. My wife has a uh, expertise more in the areas of health and fitness and uh, in the body. She's very, um, uh, trained in all sorts of things to help people with their body and confidence and all that stuff. I, I'm more in the in the mind, uh, do a lot more cognitive work and thoughts, feelings and behavior modifications from a kind of a cognitive perspective. And together we uh, we have done a lot of work with marriages and relationships. And uh, I kind of consider myself a expert in relationship intelligence. Um, you know, I figured a few things out, um, and, you know, communication and how to, how to, uh, relate with people, interpersonal skills, all that stuff is a lot of things uh, I teach my clients. So our audience is probably sitting there going, James, what are you doing? Why are you bringing in somebody that's dealing with marriages and, and marriage on married entrepreneurs? This is a podcast about working with youth or, or being the best version of youth. And so one of the reasons why and that I wanted us to to join together and talk together was was a statement that I saw when our audience goes to your website. They're going to see it's one of the first things on there. And it's a question that you have. It's kind of that leading question to try to draw in the audience. But it speaks to me and it speaks to our mission. It says, do you want to make a positive impact on the world? Mm. And I think I know that's the reason our organization was founded was to help empower youth to make a positive impact on the world. So I want to kind of lead with that. What does that mean cool. to you make a Im- positive impact on the world? I'm, I know that's a massively big question and you're probably going, what do you, where are you asking this kind of stupid stuff? For? But <laughs> let's, let's just throw it out there and see where we go with it. No, I love it. That's uh, one of my favorite topics. I mean, I, I tend to uh, work with people and attract people into my life who are, what I consider contributors, like somebody who wants to make somebody who has a uh, something, a burning desire, passion within them that they want to see manifested in the world and their time on this planet, uh, which I consider to be a very short period of time, like time is of the essence. Um, You know, what is it that you really want to contribute to the world, to other people to, I mean, we, we have, we identify a cause, right? And that's the impact you want to make. And what what I've realized over the years, uh, again, 10 years coaching, working with people that are kind of that mindset, is uh, it's one thing to kind of have an idea of what you want to make an impact on or who or, you know, what cause you're you're interested in. Uh, it's another thing to, to do it. Uh, to to when the rubber meets the road, there can be some challenges. So basically, that's uh, that's what we do is we have a system and a process that helps people who want to make a big impact 
uh, to live that out. Um, the way that we uh, kind of define that impact is around purpose and, um, you know, ultimately when it comes to, when it comes to living out a purpose and making a huge contribution in the world, that really is a, it's kind of a self-motivated thing of, of finding the deepest level of fulfillment within oneself. So that's sort of the things we focus on. So we've got a whole bunch of things to unpack there. Like, how do we do that? Where does, you know, you know, where, where, you know, people ask the question, like, what's my purpose on this planet, right? That's mm -hmm. kind of the big driving question. Yeah. You know, and besides there's a, there's a book called the big three questions, which was uh -huh. written by uh, some of the executives of the Fuller Institute. And it's talking about the three big questions that youth struggle with. Mm -hmm. And one of the big questions is what is my purpose in life? Yeah. What are the so, other two? Uh, the other two is who am I? Uh -huh. And and the second one is where do I belong? And they wrote that book. Yeah, I think it came out in 2020, maybe 2021. But we started in 2016. Identify. We asked youth what were the three big problems they encountered. Mm. And now listen, we these two books that us and them had never talked, but the three big problems mm. that we identified based on the answers that youth were telling us. And we've interviewed over 2,500 where they struggle with self-image. Who mm. am I? They struggle with relationships. Where do I belong? And they struggle with lack of uh, the ability to set dreams and set goals in life. What is my, mm. which relates to my purpose in life. Mm -hmm. Wow. I mean, I just, cool. I just love it. Stuff always lines up like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It's, it's just amazing to do this. So, we know that, you know, finding your purpose is a, is a huge thing. So if a, a young person were to come to you, hey, I'm 17 years old, Scott, I'm, I'm or 18, I'm about to get out of, I'm about to get out of high school pretty soon, and I want to go to college, I'm going to do something, but I really want to follow my purpose in life. How, what are you going to tell them? How are you going to, what's step one? How are we going to help this young person? Well, first I want to, um, uh, mention something to avoid what what I discovered uh, going into life was goal setting and goal setting is a very important thing. Um, but I would say the right question to ask is what is my purpose? Who am I? What is my purpose before you start setting goals? So see, I had it backwards. I did the mistake of discovering goals before I discovered purpose and identity. And, you know, I heard about those things, but I didn't really have it well figured out. And that's, that's why I've been so obsessed about it for the last 10 years. Those are the things you need to figure out. Uh, but real quick, just to touch on like, don't go down the path of goals because I discovered goals. I, I became an entrepreneur in 2001 and uh, quickly like needed some skills that I didn't have to, to pull that off. And the first thing I found was goal setting, smart goals, you know, you know, like one of those big problems you mentioned, the the, the ability to set dreams. Like mm -hmm. it's cool to have a dream. A lot of, a lot of times people say you know, a goal is a dream with a date or something like that or a specific, you know, get some specifics and measurables around that dream. And there you have a goal. Um, so I got really good at the system of goal creation and goal crushing. I became a goal crusher. <laughs> And uh, the problem with that is if those goals aren't necessarily in line with who you are, uh, you know, who am I, your identity, and why am I here? 
then you can get off track. And that's what happened to me. And it was very painful. So, uh, you know, in the history books, you might, you might have heard of the, 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 the real estate crash of 08, 09. <laughs> Feels like just yesterday for me, but you know, it might be history for some people listening, right? Um, but I, uh, I got into real estate and I uh, did really well. I accelerated quickly and, uh, and then ended up losing everything. Uh, and I blame it all on having a really strong skill set set and goal crushing and, um, you know, and those goals being out of alignment with who I am and my purpose. Mm. So now I teach people, make sure you have that identity and that purpose first and then see what goals line up with that. So that'll be my first thing, a cautionary tale to uh, dodge your question a little bit. <laughs> No, and, and the reason I've been smiling, and for those of you who are listening, I'm smiling, is yeah. uh, I'm just finishing up the last few chapters on, on a book about uh, working with you. And when I got to that section, because I tried to divide it up into three sessions, I got that section that was dealing with goals. I stopped what I was doing because each section had three chapters. And the first chapter I focused on is before you start trying to figure out your goals, you need to find your purpose. And so when you said mm -hmm. that, I was like, yeah, oh, cool. I, I now have validation from someone that I wasn't off track, uh, that I just didn't dive into it uh, on that. So, yeah. Yeah. If anybody needs some convincing, I mean, I, I can tell you all sorts of painful stories about, yeah, don't, don't do that. Don't do, don't set goals first, you know, find that purpose, find that, find that purpose, then find some goals that align with that. So, but can so since then, 17 really find their purpose? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, uh, okay, I have some thoughts. I don't know if I have the for sure answer, but you know, I think I deal a lot of times with you know thirty somethings and forty somethings. Mm -hmm. And one one thing I realized is a lot of times they're they're they have this thing called the inner child, right? There's there's this little emotional child that sometimes comes out and throws a toddler tantrum once in a while. I mean, you know, their spouse will tell you that's true, right? <laughs> um, that, that there can be some emotional breakdown pretty quick. So you, a lot of times you have some people who are trying to figure those same questions out since they were a kid and they're in these older bodies. So I think it's an age old question. So hopefully it applies, but to find the purpose, the first thing you got to do is understand who am I? The purpose comes out of who you are. So that begs another question. That's one of those uh, big three questions, right? Um, mm -hmm. So how do we figure out who who am I? And for me, the only context I have for that is there. there it has to start with design. And uh, I like to kind of tell this metaphor of you know if there's a car, there's a hot car in the driveway. Uh, you know, you, you know what it is by its design, right? You can identify, oh, that's a car because it has some design features. It has, you know, some wheels and tires. It has a chassis. It has an engine. It has a steering wheel. It has some design features that identify for you that's a car. Even if you've never seen that particular make and model of a car, you can say, oh, well, that's a, that's a car, you know? Um, so if we look at humans that way, like there's some de design features, uh, inherent to each individual because we know that you have a unique fingerprint we know that you have a unique retinal scan so in the body there's there's specific design features so what if 
gifts, gift skills and abilities. What if personality and the way you're wired is as unique? And that's the question that kind of leads me to, to, to identity, to identity. So if there's some uniqueness in there, if there's, if there's some specifics about your gifting and the way you're wired, uh, and that's designed, uh, you know, then there must be something or someone who is the designer, right? Mm-hmm. The, the, the automobile didn't just show up, you know, somebody designed it, engineered it, built it. So if that's the case, then, then there's maybe a big picture uh, design. And so I like the idea of, okay, uh, whether or not you can buy the fact that there might be a God or a designer that, that made you, uh, there's at least this idea that there must be some design to who you are. And if that's, if you can go there, then, then perhaps there's a, a bigger design in the universe, in, in this world. And so if you can fit into the bigger picture, like the car wasn't built for no reason, there's roads, you know, there, it, it can drive on the roads. It can, it can drive down one side of the road uh, better than it can drive on the uh, wrong side of the road, right? We want to stay on one side of the road. That's part of a bigger design. So the car is designed and it's within a bigger design, right? So if you think about your identity uh, and who you are fits into a bigger design, then maybe there's a purpose behind that, hmm. right? So maybe there's a purpose behind your unique gift, skills, and abilities. So, uh, so that's sort of like high level. Uh, but then, you know, when it, when to get down to like those those real questions, like, okay, what am I really good at? What comes natural to me that maybe doesn't come natural to other people? Even uh, I think we find those things at the youngest age. Like, you know, I remember I have three kids, uh, and at the earliest ages. I was able to tell that they were different and they had different gifting and like, Oh my gosh, that sort of comes natural. Like for my, my youngest, a really weird, a really weird uh, story is, you know, she was helping me do laundry one time when she was like, probably like three years old and, you know, just, you know, helping daddy do some laundry. And so we were taking things from the washer and putting in the dryer. And I noticed that the way that she like picked things, like some kids might, take a big pile and grab it and then throw it in the dryer. She put, took one thing at a time. Didn't matter how big the article of clothing was, you know, a sock or a jacket, didn't matter. She was taking one thing at a time and she was describing each thing. So I noticed, oh, she likes details. She's into details. She notices details that a lot of people wouldn't. Not everybody would think about each piece of laundry. And that was at three years old. And that's become, you know, that's, play true for her throughout her life. She's very detailed. Uh, it, it makes her, um, she sometimes gets accused of being slower than the rest of the class. But that makes sense when you realize, oh, she's got the gift of noticing details and she's methodical about each thing. Mm-hmm. She doesn't do laundry as fast as everyone else and she doesn't do schoolwork as fast as everyone else. But what's the gift in that detail noticing? That you know, that's a good question. Like what, how can she apply that? What's the purpose of that? Does that make sense? So, you know, you look at that design feature and you say, well, I wonder what the purpose of that is for. I love that. When I was thinking, when you were telling that and I was listening to you, my thought was 
how can we, as those who are working with youth or even parents, how can we help our children find this mm-hmm. design for this, this uniqueness that, that for Cause I was thinking through my own children. It, it, for my oldest, it was very easy. She's 22. Um, it was very easy to identify what she was very good at and very and, and was strong, especially when she had entered high school. It was it was obvious she was gravitating towards it. She was excelling in it. And and for my son, what we originally thought was uh, what was what was the good opportunities for him may not have come out. And we're now, as he is getting his college career, starting to see him find his design as well. But how could a parent or someone who's working with him? How can they help these young people get on the right track to begin with? That's a big question, I know, but you know, mm-hmm. it's it's what we all want to know. We want to how can we help them find this? Yeah, well, I think that's sort of why I like start with that kind of big picture idea. Like, mm-hmm. there there's more to the car than just sitting in the driveway. It's it how does it plug into the bigger world, right? So there's more to this 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 thing that comes naturally or this thing that the person is more attracted to then you know, it's not by accident. So I guess there's a paradigm, right? There's a presumption there that, um, that these things are, are specifically for a purpose. So if you, if you look at it through that lens, it changes everything, right? When, when uh, there's been a couple of teachers, unfortunately, along the, the way of, of this child that I was talking about, who have said, oh, she's so slow, you know, why are you so slow? Oh, you're just, why don't you speed up? So that's, 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 uh, in my definition, that's a curse. Somebody has cursed by their words, right? There's life and death and the power of the tongue. Words have been spoken, meant to kill, steal, and destroy her identity. And without me being her watchful parent saying, hey, that's just a part of how you were designed. And we, we can work on things to help you build skill sets that um, help you speed up in you know, test taking, for example, or schoolwork. But that's probably always going to be a challenge for her because that's not her gifting. Some kids have the gift of like, you know, just blasting through stuff and getting done really quick. And, the, you know, the, the, the brain works different. Hers mm-hmm. works very methodically and detailed, and uh, it's unfortunate that that doesn't help her in the way the school system's designed. You know, get this test right. done really fast. Um, but but if we have the expectation or the lens that that's for a purpose, and and our job is to, you know, not say, well, you're wrong or you're bad or you're not good enough because you're, you know, air quotes slow. Mm-hmm. We, we, we flip that. The other side of the coin is, hmm, you're very detailed and methodical. I wonder why that's there. I wonder what's the gift of that. How can we make that your superpower? And um, I have no doubt in, in my mind that that, will, that question will lead to, oh, there's a purpose for that. In, in, you know, and she's just a junior high kid right now, so she doesn't have to, to, to really to worry about it too much right now. But her life purpose is... Um, is uh, there's clues there to what her life purpose is. We just got to be watchful for them. And that's just one little detail of her. That's not her whole identity, right? That was big. And I don't think our audience picked up on it. Uh, they might slip by them about 
looking at their their skills and even if some people are, are have the perception that this is a drawback for them or a deficiency but actually saying how do you make this your superpower that mm -hmm. is big that is huge mm -hmm. uh that that got me excited when you said that because i i, I just got to thinking about how that just that framework flips it inside mm -hmm. her head all of a mm -hmm. sudden it's they this is not something that makes me less than others this is what makes me the best version of me I can possibly be, uh, mm -hmm. which is the next line, uh, which is the next line on your, on your right page. You said, are you working on being the best version of yourself on there? So I love this, that we started with purpose. Uh, and that's, that's exciting to try to figure out what their design is and what's going mm -hmm. through this. Cause I, I just think it, it takes too long. Um, and, and I don't think it's necessary for them to have a crystal clear 100% vision of it but at least mm. be heading in that right direction when they're in 17 to 18 years old. They don't have to be um, specific on it. Uh, yeah. Well, I think that would be another caution that I would give uh, to anybody who's, who's trying to live out a life aligned with their purpose um, is uh, we get ideas, right? Again, it could be a goal or it could be, okay, let's say, Let's say, so my middle child, she, she loves, uh, she's an entertainer. She, uh, she can entertain a room. She's just got this magnetism and she can dance and sing and, you know, do all the things to entertain the room. So I, I see that in her, right? There's gifting there. What's the purpose of that gift? I do not know for sure. Right. But, uh, you know, it, one way it comes out, she's tried you know, ballet, she's tried, you know, theater, um, she's tried choir, she's just practicing, you know, she's watching the clues, like, oh, here's some things that I love, I'm passionate about that come naturally for me. Uh, those are just clues. That is not the whole thing of who you are. So you kind of exercise those things, you practice them, and you say, okay, how does this develop? But what if she said, um, uh, you know, oh, all of these things mean I'm supposed to be a ballerina. My identity is a ballerina. So mm. what if she got so hyper-focused? So this is the caution. Don't get hyper-focused on one clue. There's lots of clues. Uh, your job is to be a detective and say, okay, what's the purpose of this? Oh, how does this fit into my overall purpose? But your purpose is much bigger than one thing like be a ballerina or you know, be a singer or be an actor or be a fireman, you know, whatever that thing is. Like for me, growing up, I was going to be a pilot because, you know, I watched the original Top Gun, the first mm -hmm. Top Gun. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, when I was, you know, a kid and I said, oh, that's what I want to be. So uh, that got me into flying, as I mentioned. But, you know, I, I thought, oh, my my uh, my whole life focus is to be that guy. I want to be Maverick. I want to be flying those jets. Um, <laughs> if if I you know, and, and I never did that. That never manifested. I never got to fly uh, F-14 Tomcat. I never got to do it. Darn it. Uh, maybe someday <laughs> it's on the bucket list. I don't know. But uh, but if I would have made that the whole thing and it never manifested, then who am I? Well, that's the that's the caution, right? If, if your whole identity gets wrapped up in one specific role, assignment, yeah. um, like my, my oldest, he, his biggest aspiration in life is to be a, a dad and a husband. And I'm like, well, the problem with that is what some people 
don't get to have kids? What if you never, he's not married. He's not even close to being married right now. He, but you know, what if, what if you get married and you or your wife can't have kids? You know, that cannot be your whole identity. You got to find something bigger than that. You have the desire. The desires of your heart are clues to your identity, but that's not necessarily who you are. So the caution, if I, if I didn't get to it, the caution is be careful of the clues. The clues are just clues. Right. To, to help you get evidence to like, okay, here's the big purpose, but don't make the clues the whole big thing. Cause that can get us off track. You know, there are studies that are showing, I, I believe William Damon in his book, path to purpose, helping youth find their meaning in life. I, I believe that's the right subtitle, but path to purpose is the name mm-hmm. William Damon. He talked about the, he, through his studies that about one fourth of all youth that they survey they identified as thriving in life because they were engaging in activities and they were uh, motivating activities and they had found a clear sense of purpose in their life while others are rudderless and, and are kind of floundering through life. Mm-hmm. And he identifies it in his book. He, he talks about uh, when you're finding purpose, that it's not just, as you mentioned, a, a specific activity or, or a job title, if we could talk mm-hmm. about it or, or, mm-hmm. um, you know, how we're identified, hey, I'm going to be a ballerina or an athlete, uh, but it is it is giving ourselves over to something bigger, to a bigger cause and seeing mm-hmm. how we fit in that bigger cause on that. Mm-hmm. Um, how, what's, your, what's your immediate thought on that? So, Yeah, I mean, I, I, it makes me think of like the sports star in high school, right? It, yeah. It, this this is like a um, almost a cliche, right? But that 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 guy who has his best years in high school because his whole identity was around that sport or that position and being the star there. And then, you know, wants to be a pro, but you know, Mm. the, the chance of you being a pro are not huge. It's possible. Go for it. Right. But don't make that your whole identity. Uh, Instead ask the questions, you know, what about this position in the sport and, you know, what about this uh, is attracted to me, makes me passionate, feels like I'm living a purpose. It's, it's the, it's the nuances, right? Um, Is it the connection? Is it the being a leader on the team? Leadership is, is a clue of what you're built for. We need leaders. We need people who can motivate. We need people who can uh, be an example for those around. Um, You know, maybe it's that, uh, you know, if you're really good with your hands, you know, we need people that can build things. We need people that can work with their hands. You know, I'm not one of those. Uh, we need, I need people like that around me. Right. Um, so what are the, what are the kind of the giftings and the skill sets that go along with whatever role or assignment you find yourself in? And then what it really brings me to the thing that you said, James, what I, what I think is inherent in, in, in purpose, is it, seems to be always centered around how you serve people. Because if it doesn't make a difference for other people in the world, then I don't know if, to me, it's like, well, then what's it for? Yeah. So it's gotta, it's gotta, you know, elevate the love, the peace, the joy in the world by, by other humans who are experiencing that. So the gift is not just, you know, for you, you have a lot of fun living out those gifts, but I think there's always a net positive to other people when you're living out that purpose. I love the fact that we're, we're focusing on these bigger, 
bigger issues than just my purpose is to be an athlete. My purpose is to be an artist. My purpose is to be that because, you know, you, you and I have lived long enough. We know that you're going to fail at something before you succeed. And if mm. you're so tied to that identity of being that particular thing, that athlete, that artist, uh, that particular role, when those setbacks happen, it can destroy you. It can destroy your identity. Sure. It can put you into, you know, destroy your mental health. Uh, so, I don't want folks to underestimate or to discount or underestimate what you just said, that you have to tie it to something bigger than this. Mm -hmm. And and just teaching those skills, teaching uh, youth the the principles, not necessarily skills, the principles of what we're talking about early on Mm -hmm. uh, is going to be so important as they mature and as they grow and as they start to find it. Mm hmm. Yeah, I mean, so uh, again, I, yeah, I'm sorry, but maybe in a sense, what we're thinking here is that it's not as necessary for him to help for us to help them find their purpose when they're 16, 17, 18, but to teach them the principles yeah. of finding purpose so that so they can grow in their design. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's huge because, again, I work with mostly people in their 30s and 40s and they're always this is invariably. They're like, I wish I would have learned these principles a long time ago. Why don't they teach this stuff in school? And what they're talking about is these principles. So that's that's such a great thing to highlight. Um, and and I just want to like layer on top of that. Uh, it's the process, right? So he, you you just brought up. What if you don't achieve that big end goal? But here's another cautionary tale. What if you do? I've worked with a lot of people who have achieved the very thing that they set out their entire life to achieve. The problem with achieving a goal now what? is once you get to it, you're like, now what? And then you realize, oh, that's the worst letdown because you've achieved it and you think, this is it. I've got it. And then you mm-hmm. don't have it. You don't, you feel empty inside. And that's why this whole, this, these principles have become my obsession because I've worked with so many people who have reached a pinnacle moment in their life and they're still unfulfilled. And that, that identifying that, that thing that, that they, you know, they want to make an impact on and the, their time on the planet, that is the thing that's been missing. So yeah, let's learn these things from the earliest stage. Yeah. So really, you know, if we're working with youth, we really just want to instill in them these principles, mm-hmm. not necessarily helping them to come to that concrete decision on this is my bigger purpose. Because, mm-hmm. you know, a 17 year old's mind is still developing. What they think sure. today may not be what they think in two years, but right. understanding how to find those may be the most crucial thing at all. This is good. This is good stuff. See, this is why I love these conversations that we have that people can come and listen because I never know where where it's going to take us on this on on this. So, step one, which has been our deeper step here, is really you know helping them make a huge impact on the world, is helping find a purpose. Scott, it, it this conversation comes at a great time for me because we're redoing our youth program focus, our youth training focus, and. We're coming, and, and the question is, is what is our overall goal for that program? And the overall program goal is to help them, equip them to make a positive impact. And you've given me a whole 
another layer of, of, of reasoning is to add a stronger aspect of finding purpose on, on the front end of our program. Um, awesome. Mm, as we go forward. So we got them finding purpose. We, that's one step. Uh, you know, what would they do next after they've kind of wandered through this? What would you do to say, okay, after you've learned some of these principles about finding purpose, what do I do now? Well, and I think that's where uh, goals are important. Goals are helpful. Uh, I, I wasn't meaning to totally dog on goals. They're, they're good. They, they are useful um, and they're powerful motivators to, to, to humans. Um, and uh, I think we're wired uh, as humans to be goal seekers, right? Mm -hmm. we're, we're, always, we're, mo we're motivated by something that's out there that we want to achieve. So again, once you, once you have that kind of clarity of this, who I am, this is why I'm here. Uh, and as, as we've said, it doesn't have to be absolutely crystal clear, but you have, you have a sense of it, right? Then it becomes, you know, what I call the alignment operating system. You need some kind of like way of doing life, an operating system, a way of doing life that keeps you in line with that identity and that purpose. Cause it's very easy to get distracted, to get off track, um, so I think uh, what what I think I could probably best serve your audience with is you know my concept called guiding principles, which it's sort of like core values and goals combined. Uh, kind of it maybe is in the nexus of you know has elements of core values and goals, but guiding principles are not goals because they they don't have a specific timeline. It's just kind of like. Uh, I, I know some things about myself and as long as I stay within these guardrails, you know, I won't go off the cliff, right? It keeps you in the lane of, of your identity. So there are things that can be done that are maybe good things. Uh, certainly there's bad things, but then there's even good things that can be, can, that you could do, but aren't necessarily in alignment with who you are. Right. So uh, to make it super easy, if you're if you're not the fastest runner, then maybe you shouldn't go out for the Olympic track team. Right. You know, you could it, it might it might be useful. It might you know give be healthy for you, but it's not necessarily in alignment with your gifting. Right. Uh, so what are the things that you're good at? And then defining. OK, uh, <clears throat> Like, like what, what keeps me on track is I, I know that, uh, um, if I, if I stay focused on my marriage and I stay focused on my kids and I stay focused on really serving my clients, well, those are my guiding principles. I have them articulated mm -hmm. a little better than that, but those are the three elements basically, because I know if I, and these three, three, three things don't go together, right? Um, if I only focus on my kids, I will neglect my wife and my and my and my clients. If I only focus on my clients, I'll neglect my family. So I've got three guiding principles that sort of like go together. They keep me in balance. And uh, you know, again, if you think about it like guardrails, if you're on a windy uh, mountain road, and there's guardrail to keep you from going off the cliff. The, the cliff represents death. You know, you don't want to go off the cliff. You're going to die. Mm -hmm. The guardrail, if you bump into it, it might scratch up your car. You don't want to hit the guardrail either, right? But it 
least you're not going to die. It's going to bump you back. You might, you know, experience a little damage there, a little pain, but at least you didn't die. So the guardrails are things like, you know, you want to like set these, these, um, these ideas in your mind that keep you from going too far off track. Um, and, and I had again, a visual like, there of, of bowling and having the sure. bumpers up instead of going in the gutter. I had this right. vision of <laughs> when you were saying that, that's why I was smiling. I was thinking, oh, it's like bumper, bumper bowling. You yep. know, when you put them in there, it keeps like you inside and you still are going to score, but uh, you don't go yeah. in the gutter and lose. Yeah. So the guiding principles are just statements that make sense to you that um, are are going to keep you from going off the rails, you know, just like keep you within your lane. Um, and, and they develop over time. And I think, you know, it's something you want to be an exercise you want to do uh, regularly and revisit just like you would your core values or your other goals. Scott, I, I really feel like our audience can benefit from learning a lot of these things that, that, that you uh, coach folks on and you provide some resources on how not only, you know, as entrepreneurs and as marriage couples, but they can ingrain them in them to kind of push it off to the next generation. If they have children, if they're working, mm-hmm. they something in which they're learning uh, to share with, with future generations. How can our audience connect with you better so they can learn more about what you guys are doing? <clears throat> Um, well, one, I mean, the website's awakenlife.com. Uh, but I have an exercise that might be helpful. Uh, it's called the life wheel. Uh, so I have a total freedom life wheel that really is a good first step in helping people like, uh, get, get this alignment that I was talking about going. So the, the, the life wheel, uh, you can go to wheel awakenlife.com just replace the www with a wheel and that'll redirect you to a free download uh for the total freedom life wheel um and and i think that's a good way like it's actually something you can do that's going to start to connect the dots and some of the things we talked about today but yeah and then there's a contact us uh ability there at the website at awakenlife.com are you on any social media platforms that they'd be able to connect with you there on as well? Yeah, I'm on Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn. Um, but probably the best best way to reach me is uh, through the website. Well, we're going to put the uh, links uh, to your website and to the wheel in our show notes. So audience, if you're listening and you're interested in some of these resources, just look down in the show notes if you're watching on YouTube. If you're listening, go to the podcast app that you have, click on your show notes, and you'll see the links there as well. Scott, thank you for, for really, number one, reaffirming the, the value of finding purpose in life with you. Uh, I, I consider uh, my journey of working with youth to be providentially guided because I'm too stupid on my own merit to be able to be able to find and learn the things that I have about youth. And so I believe there's some providence in the fact that I just finished a section on this. And then the thing that you let off with reaffirms what I've just been uh, researching and talk about. So from my own personal standpoint, this has been a, a very affirming conversation for me. So thank you for that. Yeah, my pleasure. Yeah. Thank you for having me on the show. I appreciate it. It's been awesome.
And audience, someone that you know really needs to hear this message. Someone that you know needs to think about how they can help youth with these principles of, of finding purpose in life. So please comment, share, and like this podcast uh, so that it can reach as many people in the audience as possible. And thank you again, Scott, for being with us. And thank you, audience. And we'll see you again soon on our show. Thank you for joining us on the Gen Z Show and being a part of our community. Please subscribe to our channels on YouTube and on your favorite podcast app. Follow us, too, on Instagram and Facebook to get weekly updates. Until our next show, have a blessed day.